It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard It may be the eve of Euro 2020 But it's been far from a quiet day On the domestic front With Ange Postacoglu Finally confirmed as Celtic's new manager In the Scotland camp Andy Robertson has been handing out Gift hampers to the players As tokens of his appreciation And it all gets underway tomorrow With Turkey and Italy Opening the competition I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is your usual Thursday duo Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Yeah Gordon after a long 106 days Celtic have finally named a manager Ange Postacoglu Will be in his way to Scotland But when he gets here He'll have to self-isolate for 10 days Before meeting his squad And getting things underway But at least the Celtic fans have some clarity Of who's going to be in the dugout next season And of course the eve of the Euros We cannot wait Scotland full preparation mode Can't wait to Monday's game Yeah everybody's excited I think everybody will start realising over the weekend you know, looking forward to Monday, Gordon. What an important game we've been talking about. Team selection already, the headache that Steve Clark's got, which is fantastic because it shows you we've got talent and abundance and obviously great news for the Celtic ma- uh, fans tonight. Mm-hmm. They've got a manager. What do you think about that? This is good because you actually sound noticeably more excited than you did on Tuesday. So I think we're just building up gradually and by by Monday you should yeah, be... Yeah, I'll be beat. right <laughs> off a scale. I, I did listen to the start of the show on Tuesday and you came on and said, yes, I'm excited about the Euro. And I thought, turn off the radio. I'm not listening. <laughs> Uh, right, 0141-951-1025 That is the number you need to get in touch with the guys tonight If you want to tweet, you can do that at Clyde SSB But we'd much rather hear from you on the phones And it's not often we do this on this week of all weeks But I think it's obvious we're going to kick off with Celtic's new manager So Celtic fans, I know it's been bubbling away But now that it's confirmed and it's signed and sealed Ange Postacoglu is your new manager what do you think? Give us your reaction. How do you how do you see that appointment? Uh, are you happy with it? Is it not the one you were after? And what's next ultimately? What type of challenge lies in wait? Pick up the phone and let us know. 0141-951-1025 or on Twitter at Clyde SSB. So just confirmation, the facts if you like, if you are just joining us, if you've been working hard and keeping away from the news today, Ange Postacoglu is the new Celtic manager. 55-year-old signed a 12-month rolling contract to become Neil Lennon's permanent successor. Uh, The Greek-Australian finalised his move after Celtic secured his release from Japanese J-League side Yokohama. And um, as many of you will know as well, lots of people have been reading up in the backstory. He's had a four-year spell as the manager of the Australian national team, Mark. Like I say, it has been bubbling away. This isn't a surprise, this appointment. But now that it's kind of signed and sealed, what do you make of it? Well, whatever you think of Ange Postagoglu, first and foremost, you've got to say it's positive news if you're a Celtic fan. Um, Having a manager is positive news. This has dragged on way, way too long. Um, A lot of rumours, nothing being confirmed until today. So at least the Celtic fans have some clarity that they've got a manager in place for the start of pre-season. Even if he's not there in person, he, he will be directing things from behind the scenes. So that's one step in the right direction. Ange Postacoglu, I think he's got to be given a chance. Now, a couple of weeks ago, no one would have known much about him. Hardly anybody. Um, You know, when you looked at the odds coming in of who the next manager could be, we went through everyone from Roy Keane to Eddie Howe was always a constant, to Maresca, to 
Benitez All kind of household names That the Celtic fans Thought they were going to get in the door And it was going to be a Hollywood appointment Well It's far from that But Ange Postacoglu If you look at his history He's managed his national side He's managed at the highest level In terms of a World Cup So he can deal with pressure On that sense He's won things in a couple of countries Okay They aren't prestigious leagues But he still knows how to win And he's taken on projects Of teams who have been In turmoil You could say And he's turned things around But In those situations He's been given time He will know It's a different situation At Celtic He won't get 18 months Two years I don't think Without the pressure building If he hasn't made any Real signs of progress um, But I listened to You know His, his uh, Press conference today With Celtic And he sounds He comes across um, pretty well He says a lot of the right things And Will be huge pressure On his shoulders But he certainly looks like A man who's comfortable With that pressure Is going to be on him Yeah he talks about uh, Attacking football That's his style I'm sure Celtic fans Will be delighted to hear that Gordon uh, He's a manager That I think uh, Wants to score as many goals As possibly can He was saying about The usual Fans getting their bums Off the seats Enjoying the football it's okay saying it in press conferences. I'm like Mark, don't know a lot about him. I've got a funny feeling I did play against him uh, when I was in Australia a long time ago. I remember that name, Bostokoglu. And He uh, says the same about you, by the way. And I've got to say, um, we don't know a lot about him. We only can go on YouTubes and Wikipedias and stuff like that. I'm willing to let everybody else... Give the guy a chance. Well, to be fair, I think we I think we know a bit now. I think people have been learning. That's the whole point of the last few weeks. So uh, let us know what you think on the phones 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Let's hear, just while you get your calls in, let's hear a bit from him. He's promising exciting football after becoming the new manager. And um, as we said, it's a 12-month rolling contract. He says he's out to impress. You obviously have to be successful in this game. I wouldn't have lasted this long if I wasn't successful. And, you know, I was driven to... To, to win things as anyone else but um, I have a real clear idea on how I want my football teams to play and and that is to make sure that you know our supporters don't sit down for 90 minutes definitely want to entertain you know the faithful at Celtic Park and and make sure that you know they are excited about the way the team plays but again we've always had an Australian connection there we've got Tommy Rogic there and I've always followed Tommy's career and you know we had Daniel Arzani there not long ago and you know, even, though, even before that, people like Scotty McDonald, Big Dukes has been through there. So uh, it's a club I've followed for a long time. And um, so I've kind of looked at their performances last year, have an idea of where they're at. And uh, we want to start the season really positively and, and, and start with the first game. Uh, but, you know, there's no magic uh, formula for that. It's just hard work. And, you know, once I get there, uh, can't wait to get to work with the staff and the players. I mean, that's the exciting bit for me. And, uh my job is to make sure they, they all realise their potential and uh, and hopefully produce something special for the club. Ross in Pollock, the new manager has signed. He is officially the new boss at Celtic. How do you feel about that? Um, well, hi, hi Mark. Um, hi, Gordon. Um, hope you're all well. Um, we've finally got the day where the manager that has came in, he's signed the line, he's, he's now our manager. Overall, I'm, I'm not overly pleased about it. I wasn't really one for him coming, but I think now we've had the fact that he's been confirmed. I think as a Celtic fan, we just need to move on from that now, and we just need to give the guy support and back him. Um, I will back him. Um, I'm a Celtic fan, and I'll continue to back my club. But 
I just have, I still have my doubts, but I'll just have to bite my tongue and go on with that, guys. What are the doubts, Ross? I just think that the fact that it's a rebuilding job, we all know that. Um, and I came on a couple of weeks ago and I spoke to Alec Ray and I did say that I, I, I'm aware that, well, I think Celtic will finish second next year. I don't think we'll win the league. Um, I think it's 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 one of the doubts for me is whether the, the, the Celtic fans will give him the time that he needs. Um, I think with an Eddie Howe, I think he would have got the time, but I just I, I don't know if this guy will get the time that he's that he's maybe wanting to have to improve Celtic. That's my only doubt. I don't think he'll get time here. How 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 do you find this balance between all these statements that you hear about football in Glasgow and they're true? You know, second is nowhere, and what Hugh Keevan's great one about draws being a catastrophe or whatever it is. Draws a disaster, defeats are a catastrophe. Yeah. Um, but whilst acknowledging that this is probably the biggest Celtic rebuild that they've had in. Goodness knows how long Chief executive going Manager obviously changing Captain's gone Probably a host of the top players Certainly you know Likes of Edward and Ayer um, Rangers finishing so far ahead last season So This notion of Of time Ross is saying he doesn't know If he'll get it But He's going to need some time Is he not? Well of course uh, I said earlier on The the jobs that he's taken on in the past um, He's had a chance to build something there And turn you know Club seasons round Then turn them from You know uh, I think it was at Brisbane Road They were languishing in the bottom Half of the table Next year he built on it They, they won a couple of leagues Same way at Yokohama With Celtic Look the big The big carrot is the, the Champions League Automatic Champions League qualification At the end of this season For the Champions And everybody's Well aware how important that is um, But I think any manager Coming into his role at Celtic If it was Eddie Howe Even if it was A Rafa Benitez a, Pick who you want mm-hmm. Top name Would find this incredibly difficult The challenge that lies ahead For Postacoglu And piecing it all together So In terms of time I would think he will get relative time as long as people can see it's going the signs, right way. Signs, yeah, signs, yeah. certain signs. Now, if you get to the first quarter of the games out the way and you've had your Champions League qualifiers and whatever, maybe some group stage games in Europe and people are seeing worrying signs, then the pressure mounts. If they can see something that looks decent on the park and it's not that far mm-hmm. away, then people will stick with them, and that's that's going to be the telltale sign. It's not in the summer; it's going to be probably three, four months down the line. Ross, you said you had your doubts, or you know you've still got them. Are you warming to it though? You know, contrast your feelings today, for instance, with when you first heard that he was the front runner for the job. You'll have been reading about him. You'll have been listening to various people. Are you starting to come round? Um, well, as I said, Gordon, um, when I heard he was the front runner for the job. I, I wasn't pleased I wasn't happy that he was coming in but you know he's a manager now and as a Celtic fan and I'm sure many will be like me um, we just need to get on with it and yeah we'll give the guy support we'll back him and I've renewed my season ticket already so I've done that um, I was a bit hesitant at first to renew but I've 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 managed to convince myself that I'm, I'm going to renew so I've done it already so I'm going to go back to Parkhead when we can get into games and yeah I'll back him I'll give him time um, I just say I'm, I'm a realistic Celtic fan I understand that there's going to be challenges ahead um, But if we give him time um, Then hopefully he'll bring success But as I say It's just one of the ones Gordon Where you know I just 
I'm not pleased with it But you know what I just need to go on with it Good man That was Ross and Pollock Let's bring in John and Bishop Briggs And get his take on it John I just uh, I'm on the same wavelength As that fan there I'm, I'm buzzing for this I'm looking forward to seeing What he's all about It's just Do you know Everywhere he's went Every time he's left uh, A club or a country Where he's been All the fan base Has been absolutely gutted Once he's left And his style of football Is brilliant And that team He took over in Japan I think they had the 12th biggest budget in that league and it took them for relegation to winning the title. That's what, that's what St Murn won in the league. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing them. I'm very excited when I was Eddie Howe. Why? Uh, Eddie Howe didn't really excite us. I don't know, he just didn't excite us. Uh, I've seen a lot of things, he just couldn't set up a defence and stuff. And, uh, I don't know, I just don't feel very excited for this guy. He just kind of seems... So he takes yeah. teams to the next level That's fair It's interesting, to, it's interesting to get a, a gauge on people's reaction And, and John's right there, there does seem to be He seems to be popular Right Wherever he's been There's clearly a A counter to that Where people would say Yeah but, but where he's been Isn't a comparable club level That That's that's the obvious argument um, And of all You know you get the cynical one as well Where oh You know ex-players that have played with him They're, they're obviously going to bum him up But, but, but genuinely Even before Um before he got this job He's always been a, If you've heard that, you know, Any of the Australian players That have played over here And have been in the squad Is always spoken Very highly Yeah But again but th- That's the challenge isn't it Does that popularity Does that success There Does it translate Well time will tell On that I mean it's a different Everyone knows It's a different pressure When you manage in this city um, And we've seen it recently Look a Celtic legend Neil Lennon Who was held up as a god by the Celtic fans. He has a, a bad season, and you've seen how quickly that turned on him. For a relatively unknown to come in and, and not go so well, then similar is going to happen. So it's a different pressure, but he certainly seems to strike a chord with the clubs he's managed, with the players he's managed. Um, he certainly seems to make an impact on them in terms of making them better. That's what Celtic need at the minute. Does. Mark's talking about you know he's obviously going to need an, a, a bit of time because of the the situation Celtic find themselves in at the moment. Mm-hmm. Does the and what's the right word the, the 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 uncertainty around the appointment or the 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 lack of enthusiasm from some people not them all John's buzzing about it he said the previous caller Ross not quite so much does the lack of enthusiasm from some mean that there, there will need to be an, an an element of a quick start just so that people don't jump on his back straight away hundred percent. 100%. And is that fair though? No uh, In my opinion I would like the lad to come in Now he's been handed the job um, I think that obviously Celtic preferred Eddie Howe Fine Didn't happen He's been handed the job He's got a massive job He needs transfer windows He needs time to settle in Scottish football He needs time to work with his players New players that are coming in He needs time to understand the club And I keep using the word time But because of the situation of Celtic And listening to Celtic supporters over the, the last few months, Gordon, about the situation, the way the clubs have been going, the way it's been run, players want to leave, about the way the season they had. I don't think this guy will be mm. given a lot of time. So, yes, I think he has got to hit the ground running. Only I'm not to saying, an extent, though. Yeah, I'm not saying he's got to go and win the league by 10 points or whatever, but he's got to hit the ground running. If you go into December, January, next transfer window, and it's the same, and Celtic are plodding along there and performing, this guy's not going to get that, unfortunately. Now, my opinion, I keep saying, 
I would give him time because I'm bringing him in, back him. He's your manager. You know he's going to take time to get used to Scottish football. You know he's going to get time to get players in that he wants, his system, his formation, his style of football. Get that over. But just the way Celtic mm. are the now, if they do anything at all that looks a little bit negative, they're getting criticised for it. Right, John, what would you say then to, to anyone who who does doubt the credentials or isn't feeling that optimistic about the appointment? No, so I need to get behind them uh, People be negative about it It's just going to put unnecessary pressure on the guy Just let the guy know he's here uh, We're all behind him We're all rooting for him And just need to look at the guy's CV And what he's done at clubs He's been in there, he's transformed him The style of football has been amazing uh, Plays the same style as Brendan Rodgers Playing through the back Look when Brendan Rodgers When they implemented that Brendan Rodgers kicked that off in the first season There's still players at our club They played under Brendan Rodgers So they're just going to fit right into that system straight away And the guy seems like he knows what he's all about And he uh, he's strong minded And he knows what he wants And he's, he's not going to take any crap either uh, So I'm buzzing for it I can't wait till uh, the season starts Okay John it was nice to hear from you That was John and Bishop Briggs Keep those calls coming We're going to get the Inside track from an Australian football pundit On Celtic's new manager And we'll take more of your calls next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson are here Plenty of time to come to discuss the Euros coming up So if you've got any thoughts on Scotland Please get them in Of course big news on the club front today Ange Postacoglu is now officially The new Celtic manager I just wonder Do you feel Do you feel privileged to be discussing it with this guy The news had just broken and there was his sunburnt face on Sky Sports News again yeah. talking. He's, he's, an, he's a media yeah. darling. Yeah. He should be honoured that he who takes time out of his Thursday to London, live to the studio. Who actually sits here and goes, I tell you what, great idea. Go and get Mark Walton for coming oh, the, the big wigs. Aye, you know what I mean? I just can't yeah. understand Gary that. Gary Neville. Gary Neville. got him on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> Get Wilson in. <laughs> I was in my jammies as well when I got the call. And people are going, I don't remember that boy. I he Is he Australian? What was that? <laughs> Does that not tell me that wasn't an Australian accent? What just happened? Awful. Oh, oh, I can't believe that this guy is still claiming that he played. Was it played against Postacoglu? I think it did, yeah. No, there's no yeah. way. Yeah, is I this don't... like the time you hosted a Gaelic TV, Gaelic, sorry, TV show? That's true. Right, so when do you think you played against them and how, how on earth did uh, this well, have happened? I, I went from Wraith Rovers to uh, Melbourne and I'm sure there was a young kid playing Postacoglu. Against never... them or on the same team? Uh, against them. I think he played with South Melbourne. He Am did, I... he did from 84 uh, to 93. No uh, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember him and I'm thinking... I'll meet you again someday. Nah, right, we'll, you've, you've no, I didn't say that, that. Right? Okay, I didn't say that. But I remember. For some reason, I remember. You don't remember anything. How do you remember that? Thing, because it's it's. You probably remember. You come over here and say. Else now here? Stop that, please. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of any Australian people who are living here, can I just please apologise? Please. I'm, I'm really sorry. We're just offended. Goodness uh, knows how many people. Great. I was Brilliant. a pure, pure accent. Oh, I'm not you there. Do you know what We've got an Australian guy coming on. <laughs> Luckily it's not live He's not with us It's, it's just a clip He's hung up uh, Yeah it's a good job actually Let's bring in Paul Who's a Celtic fan Paul it's been a bit of a Mixed bag so far First Celtic fan Has doubts Second one Buzzing I think was the word he used How are you feeling? Hey, hi Gordon Hi uh, Gordon Hi Mark oh, Sorry hi, I'm just God. Trying to hold my laugh in No that uh, was appalling Please just let's move on uh, How do I feel? I'm, I'm glad I have a manager In, in place 
Uh, initially, when his name came out at the start, I was a, like everybody else, a wee bit, wee bit in shock because I'd never heard of the guy. Uh, but I was on here talking to Hugh saying that I can't see why it wouldn't be uh, Eddie Howe. Like most people, to be honest, I kind of convinced myself, like the Celtic board had convinced myself it was going to be him. Uh, but I think that when when you look at if you look at if you take out the fact that he's not managed in Europe and you look at his record, uh, he's won stuff now. It's not often that we attract managers, not just Celtic, MD and Scotland. It's not often that we attract managers that actually won something, and he's won stuff everywhere he's went. Uh, he's, he's saying all the right things. Uh, I'm not saying I'm. I, I, I'm quite happy to give a guy a chance. Uh, I'm. I think you need to take the, the kind of European arrogance thing off because it, it, he's obviously this guy's obviously got a clue what he's doing because he's won stuff. He's rebuilt clubs and he's won something at international level. So it's, the guy sounds like an all rounder. Uh, but I, I, I'm quite happy. I mean, we all, we always sort of. Do this, don't we say? Oh, look at um, I mean, with a tweet in from Paul, right? It says it's obviously not the appointment the supporters were expecting. However, he's a Celtic manager, given the backing, no one had heard of Dr. Joe, and look what he achieved and who he signed. That has no no real relevance, but it does serve as a reminder, as Paul on the line says, we we have to be better than that. We we are not really in a position. We're not exactly a footballing superpower where we can totally turn our nose up at people who. Come from far away and have long surnames that we maybe hadn't heard of before. I mean, we've got to be a bit better than that and give people a chance, surely. I'm a hundred percent giving them a chance. I says it from day one, um, before he was announced, and it was rumours that he was coming in, and like everyone else, a lot of people hadn't heard of him. Um, so I'm a hundred percent because it doesn't matter. Eddie Howe could have come up from Bournemouth, and I think everybody thought safe pair of hands. Knows the British game, okay, he's never managed a play in Scotland, but knows his British style, got a lot of good contacts in England. Yes, yeah, say pair of hands, he could be the guy. Mm. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. But it wouldn't have meant 100% he's got to be a success. I think his big problem, Gordon, is I'm all for other people coming in, seeing what they're going to offer, style of football, how they're going to play. I like these press conferences already. He seems, you know, a, a real character, and I think football needs characters. But because of the situation of Celtic are in, the rebuilding job, yeah. that's massive. And all of a sudden, that's putting his shoulder. I think if Celtic had come out of this this season and they were, they were say, like in the Rangers position just now with their players signed and whatever, and you bring this manager in, I don't think they've got a problem. I really don't. I think the problem is it's such a rebuilding mm. job. Who's leaving? Who's coming? What's the coaching staff going to be? Is he bringing his own? Whatever. There's nothing settled just now. And that's where I think that the pressure is on him to hit the ground running. And I'd love to see him oh, doing that. Look at the TV behind you. Or behind me if it's on. There oh, it is. Oh, magnificent. That. That's why he's that. in. Oh, I that. I'm everywhere. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's 80 degrees and he's got a cardigan and a jumper on. Um... <laughs> And I just think that the boy needs a bit of time. He needs transfer windows gone because you look at the turnaround in the, the squad that's got to be this season. Mm -hmm. Now, to go and say, right, I'll bring in maybe eight, nine players and I'll get them to hit the ground run, get them into my way thinking within a month or so, it's very, very hard to do. You do look a bit overdressed on telly there. It was, I was out, it was oh. roasting. But you've, you've got changed, a, a, you get older. A, a t -shirt, I was a bit breezy. A woolen jumper and a jacket. I was a bit breezy. It was about 18 degrees today. Uh, I was starting to... 
Yeah, I was starting nah. to drizzle, so I thought, just put a jack on. Paul, um, <laughs> be <laughs> safe. Paul, be safe. I'm keen to get your thoughts on, on this next clip that I'm going to play from the manager, Paul. So hang fire. Um, he's obviously going to meet the players later this month, 10 day isolation period when he arrives from Japan. But he insists he is already planning for the new campaign. You know, I've been in constant contact with uh, you know the club CEO, and you know, and, uh, me and Dominic have already got a, a really good relationship going, and he's sort of given me a, a great outline of where the club's at at the moment and what the priorities are from from a playing point of view and a staffing point of view. Um, and uh, from my perspective, it's you know when I get there, I will have done a lot of work anyway because I really think that you know from the moment I sort of touch ground there, I. I get in amongst and have as much information as possible so that I can make, you know, the best decisions for the football club moving forward. I've always said people have got to believe in me more than anything else. Uh, anything I say or anything I do beyond that um, will be fruitless if they don't believe in me as a person. And, yeah, you know, that'll be my first task to make sure that, you know, everyone gets to understand me as quickly as possible. And and then we start with all facets of the club. Um, you know, the priority is to, to get this club back to where it should be and where its supporters want it to be. The thing about planning already, Paul, is that actually the most important bit? Because do you know what? Time will tell if this guy's a good Celtic manager or not. We can't, no one really knows at the moment. But what is undeniable is that he's up against it on on the calendar because Celtic are back soon, Champions League qualifiers. There is a lot of work to do. So the fact that it's taken this long, you would like to think that he's got some plans underway, wouldn't you? Well, you'd like to think so. He has to say that. Can I come out and say uh, I'll, I'll start in 10 days time I think Well they've signed players I don't know who signed them But there is uh, There is players being signed Over the, the past While well, well, Neil Lennon's left So look I think that I don't think it's Unreasonable uh, For them to get players in And I don't think it's unreasonable For for him to win the league this year, I honestly don't. I don't think. I think that if he's got a good system and he gets good players in, it might not be long term players, but I think if he can stabilise, get guys through the door, eh, I don't see any reason why he'll not win the league this year. Oh, the high praise or, or high expectations from Paul, I suppose that's what being a, a football fan is all about at times. How much, though, is it important what else happens? Because Managers take the fall always, and if in a in a year's time, to an extent, he'll be judged. And certainly in two years' time, if he's not won things or if things aren't going, the 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 conclusion will be he is not a good manager. He was the wrong appointment. But if Celtic don't back him and don't give him the right players and don't give him the right coaching staff and don't give him the right recruitment structure, it might not actually matter who good the manager yeah. is. Yeah, of course, uh, they need to back this guy to the hill. They need to give him money. To, to invest in the squad You spend it wisely though That's what we've just learned Is it not From the last wisely, couple of years But there's a huge hole Remember in that department At Celtic With Nick Hammond away So mm-hmm. Postecoglou May be the manager But he's got to be The first step In appointing others That can help him out yeah. Now The next thing comes His staff round about him Is it going to be John Kennedy And Gavin Strachan Or is he going to Be allowed to bring Others in To help him To make him feel comfortable To know his ideas who knows because it, it didn't happen under Neil Lennon So Don McKay um, has to support him as best he can To give him the best possible chance He could be the greatest football manager we've ever seen in this country Who knows But he's got to have the right tools round about him to achieve that Thank you Paul Sasa's on Twitter He says I think you were a bit harsh on DL for that impression I thought he was spot on I just never realised that Dick Van Dyke was Australian <laughs> <laughs>
Let's bring in Andy and Royston and see how he's feeling. Hi, Andy. Hi, gents. How are you doing? Not bad at all. What do you make of that today? Then it's obviously been you knew it was coming, but now that it's confirmed, it's been in the post, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I just want to throw something to uh, Martin Gordon. It's for me, right, that the whole thing, this whole narrative that we're hearing about Celtic needing a complete new build, uh, start from scratch and stuff like that. I sort of don't agree with that. Uh, I think it's been overhyped. The view that I've got right, is that the manager's coming in, and you can look at six players we've got in the team just now that. Taylor's steady, right? But Julian's there, Soros there, McGregor's there, Turnbull's there, and Forrest's there. That's a very, very good platform for any manager mm-hmm. and any team coming into Scotland to work on. The people we need to place, centre back, the left sided midfielder, striker, right back goalie. We've had to replace them since <laughs> since last October. Mm-hmm. When, when Duffy came in, it never worked. We finished the season with Kenny and Elinousi in the wider areas. My view is that we will sell Ayer and Edward, possibly get £30 million in. For those five players with a wee bit more investment, we could improve on what we had. And then you've got squad players like Welsh, Johnston, maybe maybe Rodgick will get a new lease of life and beat on. I'm probably get called a Celtic apologist, but I don't think mm. that the rebuild is as massive as people... As long as this guy gets his own staff, yeah. and in particular his own recruitment team, is that, is, that not, is that not part of it though Andy Because uh, you know we, we have kind of debated this before And I feel like fans may, and I'm not criticising you for this But Celtic fans maybe like yourself Would kind of almost get your back up a bit And say no no we don't need as big a rebuild But I'm not sure that's necessarily a criticism Is it not just stating facts It's 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 June the 10th And as it stands There's a handover taking place for a chief executive As you just said There's still no backroom staff There's still no director of football If there is going to be one There's still no recruitment department the captain has left. You just said the top scorer will leave. Arguably, the best centre half will leave. So, in, in, by what definition is that not a big rebuild? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was talking about the playing stuff here, Gordon. I completely agree with you. Uh, I'm hoping, I hope, I give hope probably that this is the start of uh, the change. I've always felt that I hope Celtic get something up their sleeve. They've not, they've not produced it yet. Uh, I, I agree with you that uh, if this guy isn't allowed to bring in. His own recruitment people And particularly his own uh, staff Now bear in mind that Any decent manager uh, moving uh, Well there's different structures But if, if you're moving into a club You generally take your own staff with you uh, so, the, so there's mm-hmm. a rebuild wherever you go Whether you've been successful or not What I would suggest to you is that Even if Celtic had won every single game this season They probably still would have had to replace Edward They probably still would have had to replace Ayer So Maybe what I was meaning was that the, the rebuild of the play yeah, yeah. might not be as bad, but I certainly agree with you in terms of the coach yeah. and stuff. A few different ways of looking at it. Yeah. It just depends the way you choose your wording because there is still a scenario there where Andy acknowledges your top scorer, your star player, your top striker is gone, higher as well. Do you need a new goalkeeper? Yeah. Playing staff. Playing Well, I think you'll need to be given a chance at five million quid. Uh, get put in at the end of the season there Scott Brown I don't know is, is the new club captain in the building at the moment is it Callum McGregor Christopher Julian is it going to be a new sign but forget that Andy makes a point there well we've got six players right he, mean, he, he mentioned six players out of the six players five of them were certain starters all the time which is great because that is five six good very very good players my opinion you're chasing Rangers for a title right and I'm putting Rangers on because that's what you're chasing really let's be honest about it you look at Rangers squad They've got two quality players for every position. Andy's making a case for six players here. 
Right So Where does that leave you As a gap You're not even You've not even got 11 quality ones To start with What's your backup yeah. The amount of games That Celtic play So that's why The us guys And Mark can agree Or disagree Are saying It is a big Big turnaround yeah. Of players yeah, I mean both Both can be true right Andy's perfectly Accurate when he talks about There's a base there So maybe it's not quite as bad As people are talking about There's a there's still stuff to be optimistic about People to build on Just just simply from last season Mark Because of um, Laxalt's gone John Joe Kenny's gone Jane Duffy's gone The jury's very much out in Barcast And that's before you add in Scott Brown and Edward and, and Ayer How quickly would you expect The recruitment department Whatever that is To, to move and, and get guys in Because you know, pre-season is just around yeah. the corner Well I wonder what that looks like That department just now I know Nick Cameron's away But there must still be people working on it And be uh, have been working on it for the past m- few months anyway Because they knew all these guys were going back to their club They knew some of these players would not be good enough to hold on So we keep touching on it You need a full back four You need a, a new goalkeeper You need a holding midfield player You're going to need a striker it's basically a full team Andy's making the point Six players Yes there is a base There is six quality Six or seven quality players there But you now need However the you team, need, Don't you Yeah You need the The guys round about them To lift them From where they were So incredibly hard job uh, And it's a lot of work To be done in a short space of time It's going to be a fascinating Couple of weeks Andy Make sure you stay in touch That was Andy and Royston And we are going to take More of your calls next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 0141-951-1025 is the eve of Euro 2020 So if you have any thoughts on that We would love to hear them And as you would expect on a night like this Lots of reaction coming in To the appointment of Ange Postacoglu At Celtic Christopher Wren is on Twitter he says, I hope my fellow Celtic fans get behind them. He's our manager now. The end of Mackay has to play a partner rebuild. We know it's massive, the biggest overhaul for years. The new manager needs John Park back as his head of recruitment. I don't think John Park's coming back. I think he's in Poland at the minute, is he not? I think he's quite happy where he is. But he needs someone that can bring in players, that's that's for sure. Right, let's go. Um, we're about to speak to Frank, who's a Celtic fan. Let's hear a bit from Australian football pundit Adam Peacock. I'm delighted that he's not on live after Gordon just insulted the nation with his uh, impersonation earlier on. Uh, he says that Postacoglu taking over at Celtic is a monumental moment for their game. He says players should expect the intensity of training to be through the roof. And he's warning that he does not suffer fools gladly. We've had Australian players that go to big clubs here and there. Mark Posnich signed as a 16-year-old for Manchester United. Harry Kuehl ending up at uh, Liverpool through Leeds. We've had those players go through big clubs, but we've never had managers go to a club like this before. It's a huge achievement for Ange personally, but he won't see it as that. He will see it as a challenge. It will all be about possession-based football at high intensity, Um, The intensity of the training sessions Talking to a lot of players involved at club level National team level Through the roof So, And these are players that have played internationally Played in some big leagues Under some uh, highly reputable managers That they rock up to those training sessions And they know full well That if they don't have everything about them On that particular day Well there's going to be questions asked from the manager He'll just give them that and death stare That he can give from time to time So yeah, it's all about attacking football So that might um, locate some of the Celtic fans Who have reservations at the moment uh, Let's bring in Frank then And see what he makes of today's news Hi Frank Evening guys, hope you're all well Thank um, you. 
the reason I'm calling up is just for a bit of reason from a Celtic fans and a bit of calmness for the Rangers fans. Um, was Ange Postecoglou a name that I'd heard before he was um, brought into the forefront after Eddie Howe's collapse? No. Um, however, as you can probably tell, he even struggled to see his name there. Um, the fact is, he's a chosen person to manage Celtic. I listened to people with that journalist just there and people that know him from Australia and Japan, and nobody's got a bad word to say about him, like zero. Yeah, here in Scotland, because it's the nature of Scotland, we've got a number of Celtic fans that are underwhelmed because it's not Eddie Howe, and we've got a number of Rangers fans laughing because he's a name you've never heard of. All I would say is, when Stephen Gerrard was brought into Rangers three and a half years ago, what proven record did he have as a manager? Absolutely zero. He was an under-23 manager. And yes, he's transformed their club and he's been successful. Just because you were a, a legendary captain doesn't mean you're going to be successful as a football manager. There's proven examples. Tony Adams is probably the worst one I can think of. I think most Arsenal fans would probably agree that Michael Arteta's flopped at um, Arsenal. Eddie Howe was an unproven, successful manager. He'd done a good job at Bournemouth. And was I excited at the prospect of him coming? Yes, I was. Was I disappointed that it didn't come off? Yes. But just because you've got a track record and a big name doesn't mean you're going to f- be successful. So my, my point is, Celtic fans, he's a chosen um, guy. We'll all get behind him, and his rebuild starts from today. I think, listening to his interview on Celtic TV, he spoke brilliantly. And um, he's got my backing, just like if it was Eddie Howe, he'd have had my backing. And that's all I'm saying. Let's get behind Ange, and um, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I wonder... <laughs> You know this show we, we talk the Scottish game up all day long No no problem with that But I wonder if, if there does become a little bit of realism Where generally speaking Even at our biggest clubs at Celtic and Rangers Managerial appointments are always going to They're always going to leave at least one box unticked mm. And it's difficult to compare two completely different scenarios But I remember the night that Stephen Gerrard was appointed here It was obvious It was the obvious thing Well he's never even been a manager before Yeah, yeah he's Stephen Gerrard He was a top player But he's never been a manager He's managed at under 18 level That was his box that he left unticked Now you don't need me to tell you It's turned into success for, for Rangers obviously um, Postacoglu's got certain boxes ticked The ones that aren't would be that Not operated at a, a high level in Europe But that, that, that doesn't, doesn't necessarily yeah, mean yeah, We're never ever going to get The finished article here in, in Scotland Like the Premier League does Who can attract managers from All around the world the, the, the top level of the game We're never going to get that Even though when these jobs comes up The Celtic job comes up The bookmakers instantly put All the top managers in the world Who are at a job at the top And it, it, it falls down from there We're never going to get that So um, there is going to be always question marks The closest I think we're ever going to get to it Is Brendan Rodgers Because he came so close to winning the league in England And his stock was pretty high He was coming for a different reason To rebuild his career So that's the closest we're going to get to it So there is always going to be question marks Who comes in Eddie Howe There was question marks over him How would he manage Glasgow You know it's different from Bournemouth And get out for a drink in Sandbanks And you know could he really handle the pressure? So there was question marks about him. There's question marks about Ange Postecoglou, and rightly so. And the thing but that they, they've got they, to be given time. The, these comparison, these comparisons aren't relevant really, but it's just because it's what we've got used to. I remember this show as well when Pedro Cachinha was announced, and it was mm-hmm. kind of similar. Though folks said, "No, but he's done well in other countries, and and give him a chance." And you know, just because he's not a household name, and obviously that one, that one didn't work out. Like I, I, I don't. I don't even know why I brought that up Because it's it's not relevant But we are 
We're very set in our ways here And if you run through Certainly Celtic's managerial appointments With the exception of, of Ronnie Dyler recently It just tends to be people that we're familiar with And th- do we need to be better? Do we need to be more open-minded? Um, as a nation? <clears throat> well I think the Celtic fans will have to be Because that's their manager And you hear a lot of the Celtic fans coming on tonight They've accepted that that's who's going to be their manager gone Probably not their first choice Probably not their 50th choice Probably as, as Frank says I couldn't even pronounce his name um, But I'm I'm for all giving someone a chance To come in here And I keep going back to it It's a very difficult job that he's got For someone coming in That doesn't know our game at all You know he's, yeah. At this moment in time He's not even got his own backroom staff there to, to lean on He's got to depend on other people and the the expectations of a club like Celtic, I think it's a massive job for him. But I would love for everyone to stand by and see what he's got to offer. Welcome him into Scotland and give him an opportunity. Frank, what about the? Because it's a combination here. You've got the, the the guy himself and his his credentials or lack of or whatever it is. But what what about that combined with what he's what he's walking into? Because he's obviously not walking into a, a a recently successful Celtic team. He's not walking into a settled environment. He's not walking into one with a particular structure at the moment. Any concerns over that side of things? Um, I've got no concerns in terms of um, him because he seems to know what he wants to do. The club is in a bit of a mess, let's be honest, and we've allowed it to happen um, on and off the pitch. So he's got a huge rebuild to do. I'm of the mindset, and I might be in the minority here, but I'm of the mindset that next season is his build season. So he's got a huge build to do on the field um, and off the field. I know there was a previous caller on that said the, the playing field's not um, playing side of things isn't a big rebuild. I would disagree because I think Celtic need upwards of 10 players um, to build a decent squad. Um, I think it's massive. So next season, what I want to see, and this is just my own personal view, I want to see progression. I want to see the fight back in the jersey. I want to see 11 players on the pitch that are chosen that... Um, play the Celtic way and, and play with pride because that was missing for a lot of the games last season and if we get to see that and see signs of progression on a a decent um, attempt that um, shaking Rangers up then that'll be good because I think then and I, I do know I'll probably be in the minority it's the season after for me um, where I want to see that's the title winning season now if we do it next season and the guy pulls a rabbit out of the hat the way like Aram Janssen did then of course I'm being jibbed on But I'm saying I'm willing to give him time Because I think the rebuild is massive Good man, Frank It was good to hear from you I think that takes us up to time for this Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online the Scottish slash football Still plenty of time between now and 8 o'clock To discuss the Euros So if you've got Euro fever on And you want to share it Then please do but in the meantime let's play Beat the Pundit I know it's only been a couple of weeks but I've missed Thursday nights Beat the Pundit honestly you never, you just never know what you're going to get in here on a Thursday at this time 0141 951 1025 come on here take on Mark Wilson or Gordon DL the week is only three nights old and already the listeners have won two of them so you lot have clearly been slacking during the couple of weeks off let's see what you can do tonight Beat the Pundit is up next Tackle the headlines 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 0141-951-1025 First hour of the show dedicated to Celtic's appointment of Ange Postacoglu If you want to talk about that you can keep the calls coming in absolutely But of course we are on the eve of the Euros We're going to hear from the Scotland camp very soon So let us know what is on your mind on that front Let's do this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football you made an exciting discovery during the break. You were you've been playing with something over there in the, the corner of the studio. Oh, yeah, and it's not a cheat to, to look at my ball. Ah, it's ball. So you my found, eight ball. You yeah. found a magic eight ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where in here? Why, in why here. is that in here? I don't know, but you need to test it out. Surely predicts the future. Right, let's go. Give uh, it a match. Well, you need. Well, you ask it a question. Will Scotland win on Monday? See, oh, he's good at that shaking yeah, motion. Yeah, he's shaking the ball well. <laughs> Absolutely oh, yes. Absolutely right, go on. Another one there Will Daz be married again Before the summer's out <laughs> You can bet on it <laughs> It knows it's tough oh, I love that oh, What's it saying for Beat the Pundit though David is going to play in Bargeddy tonight How's it going David? Aye no bad No bad Have you ever played this before? No no I've nah, never it's played nah, you listen, It's not exactly Listen the experience doesn't do these two any good Who's uh, Is David going to win Beat the Pundit? Mark? Will David be hopeless? Yes Guaranteed <laughs> Ah you're making that up now yeah. I don't believe that for a second Ah uh, David's bottling he? it oh, It's went away now nah, I've run right. out of batteries David uh, Heads I will Toss the coin If it's heads you'll take on Mark Wilson Once he puts his magic eight ball down <laughs> If it's tails you will play Gordon DL So let's see how it goes And it is as well It's heads Mark Wilson Is that me? Up against oh, no. David Bargeddy No pressure Because the, the, it's two one up to the listeners this week mm. Rare that we have such a level of success So Mark I'll give you something else to listen to Yep David I know you've never played before But you'll have played along at home Very simple 30 seconds Answer as many questions right as you can And if you don't know Pass quickly And we will move on Okay Okay Right let's go 30 seconds on the clock And your time Starts Now Name a club team That Grant Hanley has played for Other than Norwich Rangers Name the only Scottish club Kevin Gallagher played for Dundee United Who's the youngest player In Scotland's Euro squad Apart from Postacoglu Name a previous Celtic manager From out with the UK or Ireland Dr Fingless Name either team in the Euros Who share a land border with Spain Portugal Name any country Making their tournament debut At Euro 2020 North Macedonia Okay Bit of a Euros theme on there Let's bring back Mark Wilson Mark can you hear us? Yeah yep, right, yep. You ready? Same set of questions to you Okay. 30 seconds on the clock Every night there's a question That I just wish He had to answer well, It's got to be a country Or a century then Or a decade or something I'll give you my answer a minute Okay that's fine Right 30 seconds Mark Wilson okay. Your time starts now Name a club team That Grant Hanley's played for Other than Norwich Blackburn Name the only Scottish club team That Kevin Gallagher played for Dundee United Who's the youngest player In Scotland's Euro squad Billy Gilmore Apart from Postacoglu Name a previous Celtic manager From out with The UK or Ireland uh, Ronnie Ryle Name either team In the Euros Who shares a land border With Spain Portugal Name any country Making their major International tournament Debut at Euro 2020 North Macedonia Okay okay Oh that was good I how I, I wish shake that ball again. What, what what would you have said for sharing a land border with Spain? I tell you, <laughs> you would have been wrong. <laughs> um, not too bad to be fair. I was waiting for another United Arab States of. Oh, hold on a minute. Is there only no one? No, 
No. Well, we'll get to that in a minute, right? Name a club. How do you think that went, incidentally, David? I think it might be a tie. I thought you were all right. I thought you were okay. Mm. Oh, I was hoping he was going to be hopeless. Oh, you, were making, you were making faces like he was rubbish. I name any club team that Grant Hanley has played for other than Norwich. She had the choice of Blackburn or Newcastle. So Mark Wilson goes 1 0 in front. Name the only Scottish team that Kevin Gallagher's played for. Dundee United, you both got it. Both of you went for Billy Gilmore. It's Nathan, Nathan Patterson, Patterson isn't it? Yeah, he's five mm. months younger than Billy Gilmore. So still 2 1 to Mark. Apart from Postacoglu Name a previous Celtic manager From out with the UK and Ireland You had the choice of Joe Vengloss Vermeansen Ronnie Dyla So you both got that Mark oh. stays one up Name either team To share a land border With Spain It's Portugal or France Ah I was going to say France That was my next guess right, Okay um, So Mark stays one up Name any country Making their international Tournament debut You had the choice of Finland or North Macedonia oh, so you, you both got it David you did fine You did really well Apart from Your Grant Hanley answer Has oh, done you And he's pipped you by one Me neither To be honest But I didn't, I didn't want to <laughs> Is say that Is that what David said Rangers? Yeah oh, Unlucky David Unlucky. You've embarrassed yeah. yourself yeah. On a Thursday night <laughs> <laughs> But you know what It was a 5-4 You can't really argue with that David Hard lines That's it Good David David David's You've got just take off your one For I, thinking I, Italy I, I, wouldn't, I would have said Italy So I'd have probably said four Yeah Yeah. Uh, David yeah. and I would be At a tiebreaker yeah. anyway, but Just, he'd just double. beaten By the better I, man I was very yeah. impressed with you Thanks, I've got thanks. to say I, it's, it's been I know a my long, stuff Long time since I've been yeah. Impressed with you but I know my stuff I was cool As long as I get that first one So minute you The way you shake that ball That was it <laughs> You get a good warm up <laughs> No teaser for you tonight though You're off the hook The teasers oh, really? are ta- yeah, I think it'll be holiday Well it's a bit of a Euros show Well it, it should have been A Euros show But obviously It's big news right, elsewhere okay. I've just given the teaser Actually, A wee rest do you know something? It'll be he back does, for the new season He doesn't like Any part of the show Apart for the teaser 20 past 7 off. He keeps looking to it I like that I like teaser I like Well the thing is <laughs> Teasing Sky Sports We're doing things a bit different We're finishing the show every night With Scotland songs We're getting people oh, yeah. on So you've been know, listening Got to leave a bit of, A bit of time for that anyway. We've got somebody Somebody big Oh yeah Tell A, a household name All I'll say is I put the appeal out On the show a couple of nights ago And said look If you've got anyone out there That you know That's written a, a Scotland song Send it over And we'll get it played All This one Whoever this guy is Right we'll find out We'll speak to him This has been the most po- I've been inundated By people telling me To play this guy's song Oh really? I is, mean, he, is he well Rod known? Stewart is it? Well he's, I, I, I don't know I mean I can't really offend I've never heard of him Hopefully that doesn't offend Too much Yeah but, but he's he, he'll older be, Sort of a Match sort of It'll be well known By the time the show's finished I mean we started off mm. With our very own We had George Bowie on Monday uh-huh. We had the Laugh on Teens On Tuesday Yeah I like we, the Laugh on you, Teens You liked it Because they recorded Their music video And called her park, park And Motherwell At the exact park I played Made my debut We had Scott and Egypt's On last <laughs> I night I heard that So yeah. uh, we'll yeah. see what we've got Was that good? It was great They're all good Do, do you have a poll Like who's the best? No Obviously we'd need to rig it for Bowie But who would be finished second, third? They're all good All worthy winners Right <laughs> Imagine if you finished bottom How bad you would feel <laughs> Music career over in one week Right 01419511025 That is the number you need You can tweet as well at Clyde SSB I'm sure we'll get back to Celtic at some point Let's shift focus to Scotland Since we're one day away from the Euros kicking off And only a couple of days away from our campaign uh, Getting underway um, Alan Lappin Already a stewards inquiry He says Is John Barnes Not an eligible answer Because he's from out with Scotland in the UK Well he played for England And we always go Football nationality Don't we So uh, We're off the hook on that one mm. Right Scotland Fans Or anyone else Who's even just got a passing interest Now is the time to pick up the phone 01419511025 Let's hear from the Scotland camp 
They have been back They're back together now At Rockcliffe Hall Down south And we've been speaking To Kevin Nisbet This is nice He says everyone in the squad Has been welcomed there By a gift box From the captain Andy Robertson wow. He's been telling us A little bit about What was inside And what the players Have been getting up to In their downtime Yeah definitely It's great Especially when we came here Yesterday And uh, Rob or the skipper Bought us all like, gifts And that as well uh, So we, we all got like, a box And there's there a lot of stuff in it, so I think it kind of made you realise that you are here, you are the Euros, and it uh, started now. Can I ask what was in the box? <laughs> uh, there's Apple Watches, uh, earphones, there's a lot of stuff, and I think that's just credit to Robo. He don't know if he's in back, so I think he's a guy who's a great captain, a great leader, and I think he's the best person to take us forward. Uh, well, the place is it's massive, so he, you can go like walks in that as well and there's the facilities and the training pitch is great we've got the spa to use and uh, there is a golf course here uh, but I'm not too very good if I'm honest uh, <laughs> so I'll try but uh, yeah so the facilities are a top drawer and I think it's a, a great place for us to come and uh, start a camp Have you seen this? Have you seen this gift box that Andy Robertson's I've produced? Seen it now let's be honest Andy Robertson will have a few quid right And if he's funded this himself Still incredible Because it is packed with Goodies, Luxury yeah. goods um, There's a very very expensive looking bottle of whiskey in there oh. Each player's been given an Apple watch mm. A fancy set of headphones Like they've oh. not got um, any of this stuff There's some stuff from, from Tenants Some stuff from Iron Brew Some shortbread in there So ticking a few Scotland boxes yeah. I think there's a wee Leyland Scott Maybe a wee oh. Is that a polo shirt or something in there I've just been shown it It is top a, class a, a FIFA game yeah. I'm sure for the Playstation Looks alright doesn't it Daz, Daz would be going about People's rooms Hoping Stealing the door them. was open uh-huh. Trying to collect them <laughs> are you, are you You're going to use your box mate <laughs> Are you taking that Hemi You've already got an Apple Watch You'd, you'd be walking about With an Apple Watch On each wrist <laughs> Four up ah, Four yeah. up one eh? See if, up I, if I was a skipper I'd have, I'd have looked into Things like They haven't got They'll all have oh, Apple Molly yeah. Packer Freddos Or something Yeah we'd, that would go A little bit different You know what I don't know. Well, give Skechers. me time to think. Um, <laughs> well He's twenty six pair of Skechers. Not the four. Pick your colour. I just hope that they that they value them though, because I mean, you get these ungrateful oh. footballers who get given expensive watches and testimonial games, mm. then get them stolen by pretend oh. magicians. And oh. I didn't see that coming. That's a warning, lads. Like you're listening. Yeah, yeah. Keep your watch. Yeah. Keep your eye on your watch at all times. <laughs> Yeah. Don't believe in these magic but tricks very nice of Andy Robertson Just yeah. a bit of Because It's easy for us at the outside And you maybe think it's a bit cliche But, but ge- genuinely Every team that's ever had any level of success At a tournament Is always very quick to tell you afterwards Not that it was because of the gifts But about the spirit And the group And you're listening to Kevin Nisbet They're saying You know Bit of golf bit of Spa It's quite a nice place And you can walk around And Covid will Covid will change things Because there won't be that You know right on top of each other And and maybe that sort of interaction That you would get at other tournaments But it shouldn't be overlooked That is going to be a crucial part of How well any team does In the next couple of weeks Yeah I I think so I I think particularly with this squad I think there is a a real togetherness with them I think you can see it It's pretty evident in how they play Even when you you see some clips of them in training Everybody looks to be having a good time mixing And I've said before My very brief time with a national team um, But what was that 10 years ago or something I wasn't quite like that There was a lot of You know Cliques People would stay together On their club teams 
um, mixing occasionally, you know, no bad blood or anything like that. But this group looks who like you, the, who, who's your, your clique for those three hours you're involved? <laughs> <laughs> who, who was sort of in your three hours? I just I sat at the breakfast table myself. <laughs> I was in a clique, a clique for <laughs> one. The boys were like, "Don't sit over there, no point." Because he'll be getting up the road. Who did you? Who did you room with on Scotland duty? Uh, who was I rooming with? Uh, I, I think I had a room. Myself. I think <laughs> I had a room by myself. <laughs> you or was that short? Maybe I can't even remember. God, I, I was that. I was that. And we want to bond the team together, right? Stick Walsh in himself and stick everybody uh, in too. I, was well, I, think they are, I think they are alone this time because of which is a, perhaps I, a bit. Of a I listened to Simon last night though, saying about France '98 and how downtime was so important um, because there is a lot of. You know, hours to fill in between games, but Kevin, this but they're saying golf courses, gyms, all sorts of stuff to keep the players entertained. The good thing about Mark is he's he's, he's up for laughing at himself. That's that's why we enjoy this on a Thursday. But you did have a very successful Scotland under twenty one's career. You oh, got capped yes. for the national team, which is closer than he got. Don't yeah. let him don't let him put you down. Certainly a lot yeah. closer than I got. Yeah. So I played against West Germany. He's never played against what, under West Germany. Fourteens or something. No, no, no. Barry Volks was the manager He got a full cap Me and Charlie Nick up front He never really got a full because cap Gordon I didn't even have the, the, the bottom of it It they was just a wee hat at the back They knocked to Berlin Morton So there was no West Germany By the time I was playing It was just Germany It's not my fault However what I did enjoy right, Mark was telling us Because we were discussing What are you going to wear Over the next couple of weeks Like a You know Not the type of conversation We'd usually have in here But Need a lot of Scotland stuff If we were going to be out and about And doing And Mark was saying He's been sifting through his Old Scotland jerseys And Gordon D.L. He was telling me right Believe it or not He was in a Scotland Under 21's team That featured guys like Sean Maloney Real Mm. ability Creative And Rainer Bonhoff at the time Gave Mark the free role In midfield (laughs) And gave him the number 10 (laughs) (laughs) Sean Maloney had to sit On the sideline Sean Sean used to laugh at it All the time Because you got a guy Who has ability And I was almost embarrassed When the team went up (laughs) And so I was number 10 I I thought I think Rainer Bonoff's got me so mixed up with somebody. What was his explanation? Of I think he used to call it the liberal, liberal yeah. role, whatever that liberal. means. But yeah. I obviously that's didn't a, get that's it. That's the main man. That's that's, that's, yeah, well, that's, that's the free role. That's the like, free role. On you go. You're he, a you're he knew a guy. his stuff. He knew his stuff. I think uh, he'd won a World Cup and uh, that, so he knew his stuff. How long did he last? The liberal and him will get right. Anyway, what about the current crop? Craig is. In Bristol So that gives us a, a slightly different take On Scotland Ahead of this Euros Craig What's on your mind tonight? Uh, well The thing is uh, Hello gentlemen Hi. Uh, I'm actually going to Scotland Day next week To see my father Best place so for you I'm, uh, so, so I'm going to be in Scotland For the whole week And I'm going to be very upset Because I'm not in England For when we beat them <laughs> but You'll get to take the bragging rights Back down the road Will you not? No, well, it's a lot better to watch them the morning after. That's true. No, when you fly back. <laughs> so, so you're confident then? Oh, of course. Um, yeah, wait, I'll beat them 2-0. Easy. I love I love the optimism. I just I just don't know. I, I keep changing my mind. I well, think we need to concentrate Monday the game first. first. Yeah, we've got a big hurdle to overcome. Um, like, before I like the, I like, that, I like the positive case, and I can see it. But I mean, obviously, their favourites to win it. And I think mm. we are the second lowest ranked team in it. I think, I think. so. But so, I think I mean, you see when you look at our squad, 
I think it's the best chance we've yeah. had in a long time. You can acknowledge we've got a chance, but also Soon acknowledge we've not been that there for twenty three. No, being in England, I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, right. You know, just when you you look at the players and the level that kind, your players it, are playing. Is at. it kind of like games up here? Where you know, we're you know, if they're bang at it, then it's going to be huge, huge. Ask. Ah, of course, England, England. Uh, if they're bang at it, they turn up. The right teams picked in, they will win, obviously. But you've got to say our boys are are right up there. When you look at the midfield area, particularly our left side with Robertson and Tierney. Uh, you know As good uh, As England On their day These guys playing big games You know McTominay's And McGinn's And you know Gilmore's been in about it Although he's not played A lot of games If it's McGregor He's got a lot of European experience But um, We can be proud Of who we've got On our side And I think it's as good A chance as we've had In a long time But Monday Comes yeah. first and foremost you, Whatever happens Gordon We really could be doing With going into the England game In a good place Having won Hopefully on Monday Without a doubt uh, And I think we've got a great opportunity at home Opening game I don't think we've got a lot to fear But we'll need to be at it And if we can get A good result And take that down to England Take that down to Wembley uh, For Friday With that bit of confidence We will need a bit of luck Of that there's no doubt But I'm with Mark I think we've got a great opportunity here But it's all about momentum It's all about Monday for me Getting off to a good start what do you make of that point, Craig? Are you going to be up in time for that game or are you still down south at that point? Yeah, yeah. I will I fly in at, I get in at half nine in the morning so I will still see the football. But, but everybody's got to be confident in all this hoping for this and hoping for that. Come on, let's go for it, boys. I like it I love your style That was Craig in Bristol 01419511025 We're going to take more of your calls next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel is here His old pal Mark Wilson Still alongside him Despite the hard time he's been taking off him 0141-951-1025 in the phones Or at Clyde SSB on Twitter Let's hear a bit more from Oh by the way Just before I move on Did you hear last night's show We were We put an appeal out to hear from School teachers yeah, yeah, say, what, what are the plans? Are you going to let your kids watch it um, on Monday or not? Because it's a two o'clock kickoff. What a reaction we got, by the way. We had umpteen school teachers phoning in, uh, lots of tweets and all the rest of it. And then it, it, it was a, a topic that was kind of taken off last night. I don't know if you noticed, um, there was a, a letter that sort of went viral on there. John McGinn got involved, and now it has been given the go ahead. So the letter worked. And uh, it looks like that school will be able to, to get permission to go and watch it. You're, you've got youngsters, Brilliant. Mark. Are they getting the, the go-ahead? Uh, my son said uh, yesterday that they're having a dress down day on Monday. They have to wear something Scotland or blue or, or, or white and top. But he didn't see anything about watching the game. So, um, so <coughs> well, sure get your finger Go and let them the sit in the class with Scotland top on. No. I'll, I'll, give an, I'll give you an update <laughs> in the game. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was at Poppy who had written a letter to her school St Stephen's and was asking, can we please get a game on? Um, we could do all of our schoolwork then watch it in the afternoon. Um, it's so much more than a game. It could inspire so many children to follow their dreams. Imagine the smile on our beautiful faces if Scotland score a goal. Another reason I think it's important is part of our culture. It would show we are true Scots. My dad said he got to watch the World Cup why shouldn't we? Yeah. I loved it. It was great. And great like point. you said, John McGinn, he sent a video message from the Scotland camp and it gathered a bit of momentum. 
And I yeah, think they've well, got their wish What they want to do is Put the game on Turn the volume down And turn us on Absolutely, And imagine yeah. the knowledge Clearly. They will gain From us talking And now it's geography Here's geography with your uncle Gordon Discussing the United <laughs> yeah. States of Arab And yeah. who shares a land border yeah. with And a guy who could failed. have been to this day A teacher Mr Wilson Yeah yeah Over in the corner Yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah, yeah. You st- Are you I still claiming you wanted to be a teacher? I yeah. did I, What was I it did. geography or something? History No history History, history. Yeah yeah so. I can't imagine that Yeah I can, <laughs> Yeah I can imagine that uh, Mr Wilson anyway, M Wilson We're going to speak He'll sign your ball M Wilson We're going to speak to Andy <laughs> In Broomhill in just a second Let's hear a bit more from the Scotland camp Kevin is But he doesn't mind coming out and backing himself To score at any level he plays at He says confidence in his own ability Is a big reason That he's got to where he is at the moment yeah, definitely. I think even when I signed my hips at the very start, I, my first interview, I said I was going to come and score goals, and I did. And I think as a player, you need to back yourself. You need to be confident in, uh, that you are going to park and you will score. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'll always back myself to score goals wherever I play. Do you think there's maybe not enough of that in football, of people just coming out publicly and, and backing themselves? Some people are maybe a bit tentative to to say what they think they're capable of, whereas you know, you're know you more than happy to say, look, I'm, this is what I'm here to do and I, I think I can do it. Yeah, definitely. I, I back myself 100% and obviously helps that I've, I have kind of followed up with what I've said uh, about uh, the game the other night. And, but yeah, as a, as a player, you, you need to be confident and you need to go with that mindset that you're going to go on and you're going to score goals. How big a part has he got to play? Can he play a big part? I think he'll he'll be useful. Um, he, he certainly won't start, but I think when he come came on against the Netherlands, he showed just how sharp he is in and around the box. It's been a remarkable rise for him over the past what eighteen months, and uh, how he's adapted to Hibs, who are a big club, and the pressure that came with that with signing when Hibs were going through some financial difficulties. But goals he scored, you know, proper penalty box striker. Um, and that goal against the Netherlands will do him the world of good. So it will be useful if if we need a goal and you chuck him on and if we get a chance, he can put it away. Yeah, I like the boy. Uh, I like the way he talks. I like confidence. If you're a centre forward, you've got to have bags of that. And he certainly believes in his own ability. Um, I agree with Mark. I think he'll play a part coming off that bench. We might just need that vital goal at a certain time. And... Uh, if the ball lands to him, he knows where the back end is. So I think he's a good, good addition to the squad. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing him playing the year. Two years ago, just two years ago, the season finished in a playoff between Wraith Rovers and Queen of the South. Kevin Nisbet was playing for Wraith Rovers and Lyndon Dykes was playing for Queen of the South. And they were That's both... amazing. They're there. They're, they are hopefully going to provide the firepower. Ably assisted by the likes of Shea Adams as well Amazing And see when you Think about that The the whole journey of this team And you can go back to Robertson We've been over his story again But players that play in the lower league You know it just shows you That if you adapt You know And and put your Put your full life into it Perform well You never know what's around the corner In a couple of years time These guys uh, have been an example To any Young player mm. in the lower Scottish divisions that dreams actually happen. So fair play to them because it's a long road from Championship or League One football all the way to the Euros. It's remarkable. Andy's in Broomhill. What's your point tonight, Andy? Good evening, gentlemen. How are we all? Good, thank you. Are you well? Oh, I'm very well. Yeah, Good. I'm like a kid before Christmas at the moment. <laughs> uh, absolutely excited beyond belief. Um, I'm 25 years old, so I'm a bit too young to remember the last time we were on a tourney. Was born, but too young to remember but 
No, absolutely filled with optimism. Me and my pals, we've just sorted out the sweepstake today, so we're all buzzing for Who that. Who did you get? And I'm just a... Oh, I've got France. We're doing it so that we've got a sort of mixture of teams. I've got France as my as my hot pick. I'm pretty lucky. I was also the one one running it, but oh, no, I played in a hand there. So, oh, you've got to be happy <laughs> um, with that. Are they they, they favourites for you two? Oh, without a doubt for yeah, me. The squad's yeah. scandalous. Too much good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but there's a little bit of unrest in that squad just now. I was reading. Today. I, I, listen, the one thing this show does not need. Is your interpretation of what caused that unrest? Okay. If anyone is, if anyone is familiar with the incident that's caused yeah. the unrest in the team, do you want and me it's, to it's run all, out? No, no, you it, can phone me and I'll head on. I'm phoning in because from it's also a, a stop it. Man. It is an ongoing legal case for a start. And secondly, the subject matter is not one I'm comfortable with you in particular speaking about on this show. Okay. To be fair, I don't really know the. Oh, do you not? No. Oh, wait till he tells you the break. Oh, well, I only there's know a, there's a little bit of unrest in the French I camp. Can, I think we can say there's a, there's a dodgy video involved. That's fine, isn't it? Yeah, the lawyer's not going to shut us down for that. There we go. Too late. Well, that's <laughs> news to me. I didn't know that. Mm. So there you go. You I shot thought your that was, I thought that was right up your street, no. to be honest. Um, <laughs> I will be right, investigating enough, enough. later. Andy, you are 25, and you said you know that 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 is important, isn't it? Because old timers like Gordon DL have you know kind of seen us at tournaments, albeit it's been a while. This must be brilliant to. Really have the, your first experience of it just around the corner. Absolutely, yeah. The, like I said, the optimism has just swept over everyone, my friends, my family. It's sweeping the country. I mean, we've been through such a hard time with all this stuff in the background. I don't even need to mention it. You know what I'm talking about with the pandemic and whatnot. Um, so this has just been something that we've all been able to look forward to. And now we're almost there. So yeah, um, the excitement's just um, you know I can't wait for it. I'm thinking I'm thinking six points is doable with this group, wow. and then we'll take it to there. Where they come from, not too sure yet. Hopefully we can start with the checks gonna, on Monday. It's going to be fascinating because you probably don't need six. Don't need six you no. don't need six, but by the way, we'll take them. If Andy's offering them up, if he yeah. can guarantee them, we'll absolutely take it. I think yeah, three, three Monday, obviously. Uh, listen, three might three might see you through, but four certainly. Listen, if you get off to a flyer <laughs> and get three points, and it just kind of lifts. A bit of pressure off your shoulders when you go to Wembley And you can play with a wee bit of freedom uh, And who knows how that England game will go And then Croatia is a big one But Monday is the, the important one and Equally, Gordon, if we go and, and lose on Monday look, We shouldn't get too down about it There is still a couple of games mm. that we can recover So, Just out of curiosity then Andy what What's the first Scotland game you can remember? Oh, the first game I can remember Probably Do you mind the one Faddy? Scored against Holland mm-hmm. in 2003, I think it was. Yep. It's probably the first one I remember. Um, and then the first one I was at was the one where uh, we beat the Pharaohs 6 0. That was back at 2005 or 6, yeah. I think. Yeah. And then it's been a long road of ups and downs and nearly theirs and not quite theirs since. So that, do, that just, su- that just sums it up, doesn't it? Because yeah. for a lot of people, that seems like yesterday. And that, that's the first game Andy can remember. And Andy's 25. There will be a lot of people like that. There will be people even younger. There are people in the squad who won't even remember yeah. that goal. <laughs> yeah. So it's been, a, it's been a long time coming. It's not been a lot of memorable high points for Scotland over the years, has there, since France 98? Um, that would that, that would be one of them though. That would be one of them. Um, James McFadden's goal in France maybe been another one. Um, but there's not been too many high points. So we were lucky enough to be in the studio here to twelve o'clock when we qualified. Mm. I think we we'll all remember that night for a long time. And 
These three games coming up You know mm. Kids around the country Will remember that for a long time Let's hope it's, it's not as long That we have to wait for Another said, crack I said it the other night I, I, I do just about remember Euro 96 I can certainly remember it um, I was there I definitely remember France 98 But the first Scotland game I went to You talk about being me Being of Andy's generation Of disappointments The first Scotland game I went to Was a friendly Against Australia And we lost 2-0 at Hamden I think it was pouring with rain mm. Nighttime game 2-0 Defeat to Australia And you think Why have I Signed up for this So that'll make all these Difficult nights Worthwhile hopefully Yeah it's incredible The excitement That's going about Gone Because you just see The older generation Like myself And to the other extent Hugh That remember The old Wembleys And I remember Going to Wembley Scotland England On a Wednesday night And England beat us 2-1 And I never Never sat there And Heard the atmosphere like, you know, with the Tartan Army down on a Wednesday night as well. And most of them were probably working the next day. But it's just excitement for the younger generation as well. It's incredible. People that you sit back and say, well, as you say, first ever game, Australia, Hamden 2-0. The excitement's mm. brilliant for the younger generation. Just out of curiosity, Andy, just to... We, we sort of had this debate last night, but I'm just keen to get your thoughts as well. We were looking for, you know, who's... Who's Scotland's like most irreplaceable player? The, the kind of first name in the team sheet, if you like. Who would be your pick for that? McGinn, definitely. John McGinn for me. Even before Tierney and Robertson, I would say McGinn's the the one that's going to be instrumental in getting the goals that we need. Uh, so John McGinn for me, one hundred percent. Yeah, I think he, I think he was possibly the winner on the, the the brief poll that we did on the phones last night. So I'm not too surprised. To hear that Andy Stay in touch with us Throughout the next couple of weeks um, Enjoy yourself And maybe we'll speak to you soon Cheers guys I'm hanging the flag up my window Tomorrow The Scotland flag's going up So I will be back in touch Good Cheers man. Brilliant That was Andy In Broomhill 0141 That's the number he dialed. Uh, he did tweet us as well At Clyde SSB but, You know Hearing from Kevin Nisbet you, you say You know He won't start He'll play a part What's your gut Telling you about Monday Adams and Dykes just Adams with someone off Just Dykes with someone off No I think Sorry Mark I think he's got to Start positive Gordon I really do I think he's got to Get this momentum going And I think Dykes and Adams Look like a partnership That could develop yeah. They're starting to get to know Each other's game um, Obviously Dykes sets up His goal the other week there uh, The other night And I just feel that If you're going to do anything You've waited so long to be here Without being too rash You've got to be positive And I would like to see the two guys up top Yeah, I agree I, I think it will be I, I think uh, if you're going to go the other way And play Christie or Fraser Off them hmm. Maybe you get a wee bit more possession In that midfield area yeah. Because you outnumber teams But you lose a bit of the cutting edge If you've got a Dono Or you've got Robertson I think, away from, home. I think away from home if it, you, it, do, do you though Because it is, I know it's easy to say but we sometimes fall into the trap of You know we, oh, we need two strikers At all times As if that's the only thing That can, can make you attacking But what, what it would do Is it would allow Another very good player To get into the team Whether it allows you to You know play Gilmore and McGregor As people have been talking about And then McGinn goes off Or like you say Or Armstrong comes in Or like you say Fraser Christie Forrest I know they're not Out and out strikers But it, it would be done To facilitate a very good Football player coming into the team Would it not? Yeah, I, I would be, um, but I'm I'm still convinced that going two up top and what I've seen, the evidence I've seen of the two of them, they look they look like they they enjoy playing together. They look like 
it could be a, a useful weapon for us. I, I think we should go the two up. I think we, we've got enough in the midfield area and the wing-back area to be secure enough in the middle of the pitch, enough players who are comfortable in the ball. And I think it gives us the best chance, especially from the left-hand side where you've got, you know, Robertson and Tierney who are particularly good, um, you know, at flashing balls across. Yep. I think you want two big strikers there attacking what they put in. Uh, let's bring in Ian and Barhead and see what he's got for us tonight. Take it away, Ian. <coughs> Hi, hello there. Hello. Uh, are you all well? I take it, yes? Yeah, it's all good, thank you. Right. Uh, I've been listening to quite a lot of the comments by different uh, English uh, pundits mm-hmm. and they're all of the same opinion that uh, they're going to get a shock when Scotland uh, comes down to Wembley, they're all kind of fearing the fact that we're going down there because we're in such good form just now. And plus the fact, uh, I think they were really quite ar- the English were quite arrogant by the way they they went about their uh, their warm up games with playing guys that they knew weren't even going to be in the in the squad. You know, I think they're too they're too arrogant, I think. The the way they think the way they're going about the the build up. The build up. Yeah, I, it's an interesting one, right? Because look, we like they they are arrogant a lot, mm-hmm. right? And you've seen all the stuff about it coming home and all the usual garbage. Um and we, we like to we like to hate that and we like to criticise that. But to be fair, as Ian says, I feel like a lot of people of an English persuasion are pointing out that we could cause them problems and are saying, you know, don't write them off. There might be some fans out there who are still getting carried away, but I almost feel a little bit uneasy. I'd prefer it if they were writing us <laughs> off. That would allow me to get angry back, um, as you do, and then, then you take it from there. But actually, it's, it's, it's kind of the opposite. I feel like I feel like there are a lot of pe- people pointing out you know, what uh, strengths we've right, got. Yeah, rightly so, though, because the... That makes you the, uneasy, the though, play, Listen, the players that play in England have been standout for their clubs Tierney Robertson Standouts McGinn You know Standout alongside Grealish And that Villa team Then you look at McTominay Europa League final He's arguably The best player on the pitch And he's just steady For Man United um, You know So a lot of these players Are are performing incredibly well For the club Gilmore The Chelsea fans love him You know I know he's just on the periphery But they know what a talent he is So They're right to be wary Because we can cause them Problems mm. But we can't get carried away we ourselves, I don't think. That's you know. what I was going to say, Gordon. It would it, it would just be awful if we were the team that goes into the tournament overly optimistic. That yeah. can't happen, surely. We're great underdogs. We've got to be the great underdogs, and we've got to be the surprise package. Of course, after Monday, we'll have an idea of where we sit, Gordon. England will take us very, very serious indeed. They're in their home patch. Mm. A lot of pressure that, on that them. That plays a big part as well, doesn't it? One hundred percent correct. Um, but even the famous Lee Griffiths day mm-hmm. th- There was those moments of magic They got us something And in fact I think it's the anniversary of it today Four years mm. Watched it back I mean amazing Wouldn't change it It was just The atmosphere like nothing else The second one's probably not even a free kick When you see it back mm. um, So you know as good as it was Let's not forget that, that They are probably Well they are better now than they were then mm. For most people and it's down there, it's not up here. And as Mark uh, quite rightly says, and he's he's bumming our teams up the McTominay's of this world, you look at their front line, for instance, you know, the Harry Kane's <laughs> of this world, they're, they're, they work in a different league. But 
we need to be confident yeah, We're, to we're better now We're yeah. a lot better now Than we were then as well Ian are you looking forward to Monday? Yes I am I'm, I'm really looking forward to it And I think we've got a good chance Of getting Say maybe A one nothing Or a 2-1 or a I hope you're right Ian I hope you're right Hopefully we win it Thank you very much That was Ian in Barhead Now I did say every night this week We're going to end the show By playing some Scotland songs To get us in the mood um, We're going to have our latest And an interesting list of them To come up To finish off the show And you two have got, We've got a task for you We've got a special uh, request From our very own George Bowie That involves you two What is it? Get on the decks I'll tell you about it next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here We're into the final part of tonight And there's still a lot to get through Because we're going to hear tonight's unofficial national anthem for this summer We've been doing one every week And a quite an exciting night this, right? And we've got you two are roped in on this as well Because our very own George Bowie I think he's coming back He's coming into the building uh, for his Yes Sir I Can Boogie sing-along Guinness World Record attempt on Facebook tonight, 8 o'clock. Going to try and get as many people singing along as possible. If you want to take part, click yes. going on the sing-along Facebook event. Record a video of you singing at least one line um, of Yes Sir I Can Boogie. You need to have your face in it. Upload it to the Facebook event between 8 and 9 this Thursday. And... Uh, We'll see if we can break that world record. We're going to get you two involved, mm-hmm. um, but you didn't know the words. Everybody just knows that main line, don't they? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I can boogie. Right, so I've printed it off for you. Do you want to just, just in case people don't know, can you read the first verse to us? Just or maybe sing it. I don't know, Mister. Your eyes are full of hesitation. Sure <laughs> makes me wonder. By the way, I think there's legs in this. <laughs> I just I don't know. I, I didn't realise it was so. I don't know the, the, the kind of mood. So provocative. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting you, into you enjoying it. it. I'm getting into it. Come just on. Just read it out for us. I'm not confident in your singing ability. Go on. Mister No it's you I want you oh, to Your deal. eyes are full of hesitation <laughs> I can't say that You can just read it Sure makes me wonder If you know what you're looking for Right Ooh. Baby I want to keep my reputation <laughs> I'm that. a sensation You try me once You'll beg for more Honestly things you never oh, wanted to oh, yes, say I can bring it to the Leave it there He's <laughs> ruined the song before <laughs> it started <laughs> Dreadful. Save yourself for the the Sing Facebook. For, for, save yourself for the world record attempt. 10, 15, 20 minutes time we can uh, we can yeah. do it. We're going to bring on our, our special guest for the unofficial national anthem as well. Let's speak to George in Glasgow first though. George, what's your main what's your main thought at the moment then with a few days to go? Well, um I'm looking forward to it. I mean, uh, as everyone's been discussing over the past few days this is Scotland's first major tournament in 23 years. Um, I, and, yeah, I'm thoroughly looking forward to it. Um, my point this evening, it's just a very brief one, uh, was um, in the defence, um, I was, you know, I, I've met, uh, and we talk about who plays on the right, um, and uh, a cent, a centre of defence as well. I would quite like to see Liam Cooper uh, get a chance somewhere down the line because he's been really, really good for Leeds United. He's been the captain. Um, I've got my, maybe this is a bit unfair, but I've got my reservations about Grant Hanley because uh, when I saw him, uh, when I was watching the friendlies, he just looked 
kind of a bit clumsy, a bit slow. Um, I just wanted your thoughts. Right, it's a it's a great debate, Mark, because I mean Liam Cooper is the one that's at the playing at the highest level, if you like. But that, 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 that's not everything. Grant Hanley's about to rejoin the English Premier League. Norwich captain, great season. And then think about what Declan Gallagher did against yeah. Mitrovic mm-hmm. in Serbia, and that's before you even talk about guys like Scott McKenna. Who does play in that one? I feel uh, like. Well, that is the question. I don't think there's a lot of places up for grabs in the the starting eleven. I think a lot of them are nailed on, but I do think the centre half one has has got a few question marks over. You're right in how you mentioned Declan Gallagher over Mitrovic. So, for a certain task, you would say Gallagher he, he can handle a, a big, powerful centre forward, and he's shown in the past he could do it when the pressure's on. Cooper, there's an argument, like you say, who who plays at a high level every week and. Comfortable in the ball Can defend mm. well And then you've got Hanley Who's a threat at set pieces Who You know Can handle himself in the box So I think that's the one Steve Clark May be thinking about most I think That May not be nailed on Until Maybe even Sunday night um, mm. At the latest It's it's a big question mark George says You know He feels Hanley's maybe a bit slow Gordon And I've heard mm. this before Here's the The interesting Grant Hanley is not slow yeah, Grant exactly. Hanley's actually yeah. very quick but you know that there are a few things that that can mean. You know that maybe the short, sharp movements, those ones we have to quickly anticipate and you know move your feet quickly. But in terms of covering the ground, he's actually very quick. Um, I listened to an interview with a Norwich player talking about how he's he's one of the quickest at the club. Um, but I feel like what what is it about his playing style? Because a lot of a lot of Scotland fans think that. I think it's just that. I think the, he looks slow in the eye, Gordon, but obviously he is quick. Um, I think that, but to be fair, that could be over a certain distance. Yeah, whatever, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't. I, I, I can understand George's argument here about Cooper because if you look at Cooper playing with Leeds, terrific team to watch under a great manager. Um, you know the coaching mm-hmm. that he's getting, but I think the problem with Cooper is, I think he can only play in that three in the left hand side, and I think Tierney's a stick the stick on for that. So I think why can't he be the middle one? Because I think Hanley will be the middle is one. Is he not as dominant as Hanley? Or... No, I think I th- me personally, I would go with Hanley uh, as that middle one. If say, for instance, Robertson was right, was not in the team. Tierney team moves out. Yeah, okay. Cooper in there. That's my thoughts. So on it. your three then is what? My three for Monday. Yep. Oh, uh, Gallagher, Hanley, and uh, Tierney. Oh, so you've gone Gallagher on the right of that. Oh, three. sorry, Henry. Henry. Okay. Sorry, my apologies, Henry. I'm the same. Yeah, I think you need pace If you're playing a back three And you need two either side That can get out and cover the full back areas Henry and Tierney does that And I think he will go with Hanley Okay, George we will find out Thank you for taking the time That was George in Glasgow I did say I've been saying it all night and all week Every night this week We're going to end the show By playing Scotland songs To get us right in the mood And I don't mean all the You know the classic ones That we had a few Saturdays ago the kind of I have a dream That's that's yeah. not what we're after I'm talking about these Unofficial national anthems That have been Written this summer And if you've got a suggestion You've written one Your mates have written one You're in a band Whatever it is Send them over to us At Clyde SSB Or at Gordon Duncan 7 We had George Bowie on On Monday We had the LaFontaines On Tuesday Scott and the Egypts Last night And I'm pleased to say Stephen Maguire Joins us on the phone At the moment Stephen how's it going? All right, gents, how are you doing? Now, Stephen, I need to get to the bottom of this first, right? Because yours has been the most popular suggestion I've received. My inbox has been full of people <laughs> recommending your tune. Now, it says, Scotland is strong by Papa Shandy. Uh, are you Are you Papa Shandy? Who are am, you in all of I this? Am, I am not Papa Shandy. I am the songwriter. So Great. what happened, basically, I wrote a song for uh, the Scotland uh, Euros and... 
my friend is a fantastic singer, a guy called Papa Shandy. Right. And, uh, and he, he agreed to sing on it. Brilliant. So tell us a bit more about it then, because I know there's a well, story as well and, and well, the, a good cause. Yeah, so basically the story is that uh, I am friendly with a lot of guys who do work at Men Matter Scotland. Mm-hmm. And they're a mental health charity um, based in Drumchapel. They've got a hub up there that basically help guys to kind of deal with their own mental health. And, and they, they deal a lot with uh, suicide prevention and stuff like that. Um, so it's a very, very worthwhile cause and a, kind of a cause that's close to my heart. And basically what I said to them was, if I release this song, I will give you... Uh, half the proceeds yeah, anything made from it and the the other half basically goes to a bunch of musicians who haven't made a penny for, during the whole COVID thing you know so but uh, most importantly to raise awareness for Men Matter Scotland and to try and get them you know get people knowing that they're there because it's, it's an important thing you know for, for men's mental health Oh brilliant you know that's a really really good cause a great story well done and, and all the, the the good work and hopefully it continues so can people if they want involved in that can, can you just download well, it all the usual well, places well you can download it it's, it's on Amazon and it's on iTunes and it was actually number one wow. download on Amazon yesterday Super. which was pretty cool no Gallagher must have been scratching his head to be honest <laughs> <laughs> good I hope it was and uh, how exciting has it been Stephen because it's obviously that's a, that's a great cause but it must be really exciting to be able to tie it into to, you know us going to a major tournament on the men's side for the first time in yeah. a while well without, without Scotland getting there the songs wouldn't exist and it's, it's been great for creativity you know um, everybody's been getting right behind the team and everybody I know yeah. is wanting to write a song we think ours is the best <laughs> Absolutely. listen I'm sure it is Stephen and I'm about to play it so thank you for joining us Tonight we are back tomorrow at 6 with Hugh Keevans and Davey Weir as we preview the Euros even further. Going to get you two involved in this Yes Sir I Can Boogie sing-along with George Bowie very soon as well. Thank you for all your calls and tweets. We are back, usual time tomorrow, 6 o'clock. Let's finish off with that song, Scotland the Strong.
Scottish and 